Amen. Amen. Let us read the scripture here. We are still continuing with our subject. On God is power to transform. We are reading from uh, Romans 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. Amen. Now, uh, we saw in this subject that God, when he formed the seeds, he had put everything in them that they needed to be. He put every attribute, every potential. And the spirit of the Lord that hovered upon the face of the, upon the earth, quickened that which was there. And finally, there was a beautiful Eden. And finally, man was there. To have dominion over the earth. Amen. Amen. And it was all good. Then we saw the power to deform. The deforming power. Which is the power of the devil. Uh, then we saw that Satan used science. science. To deform everything. And then through that, making his own Eden. And where we are today, we have a Satanist Eden. Or let me say, we are living in a Satanist Eden. And Satan has a bride in that Eden. That is the World Council of Churches. And we also saw that Satan is being worshipped. Because that was his desire from the very beginning. He desired to be worshipped. Now he's being worshipped by his group. Then we saw the masses of God. Last Sunday we went wider. Sunday we did and deeper. We saw how 
the world almost the whole world netulaba engeriensi era kumpiensi yona worships satan jesinza satani we saw bal netulaba worship bayaringa sinzibwa today urwalero and uh, that is when you look at revelation 17 you see the great hoa that sitteth upon many waters and the the spirit spoke to John and told him that the many waters where the whore sitteth and nations races and tongues multitudes upon the earth she seated on them sitting on them means she has influence on them and that whole we saw or we see in the bible upon her forehead was written a name mystery babylon the great babylon the mother of all harlots and abominations of the earth she's the mother of abominations and she's the mother of harlots and we know that means she, ha- she has daughters and those daughters are churches because a woman in the bible types a church And now this is a woman. She's an ill-famed woman. And she has she's a, she's, a, she's a mother of halots. These are also women. Meaning she's a church. Which is a mother of other churches. Denominational churches. But this woman happens to be Babylon the great ye babuloni ekibuge ekikuru the bible says mystery babylon era bible negamanti babuloni yechama mystery mystery means hidden truth echama kitegeza amazima makusike that's what it means kitegeza means today she looks different tegeza olwalira afana nabulala she is called rome aitibwa roma the roman catholic church that is, that's what she appears to be but the hidden truth is that she is babylon the great all the religion of babylon all the sorceries of babylon all the false things of babylon the god that babylon worshiped is is in her we also saw when baal is worshiped and he There has to be Jezebel there. What eko kuba o Jezebeli. And we saw in the seven churches. Irene tula mirime jama kaniso musanvu. That God was saying to one of the churches, you have that woman there 
that is called Jezebel. That woman Jezebel. Amen. Who teaches my people to eat food sacrificed to idols and to commit fornications. I'll kill her children with death. Now that woman Jezebel, she's a great prophetess of Baal. And that woman Jezebel is also Jezebel the Roman Catholic Church. So when you see Jezebel, there is Baal worship. And all the abominations. And when there is Babylon, there is Baal worship. There is Jezebel. Then there has to be an Elijah. We have to look for Elijah. So no wonder again the Bible promises in Malachi 4.5 before the great and dreadful day come I will send you Elijah the prophet. He will turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to the fathers. Lest I come and smother earth with a curse. That happens before the great and dreadful day. So we saw that it's a great privilege. It's a great privilege to be in the bride. The great privilege to hear the voice of Elijah. It's a great privilege to be a believer of this message. While the entire world is seated upon by this horror, is seated upon by Jezebel teachings. Amen. Amen. While the whole world is worshiping Baal. But here you are. The group of Elijah. Praise God. The group of Elijah. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? You may be the minority. But Jesus said, Fear not, little flock. It's your father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. When that religion of Baal, which started in Babylon, when it was uh, brought to Israel, it became so prominent. So 
Yeah, it was something of great pride. The first family was there. The generals were there. The group was there. And the first lady was the main promoter of Jezebel religion. Little brother Branham said, Brother Branham Nagamba, using state funds, they sponsored that religion. They sponsored the priests of Baal. They built uh, big shrines for Baal. That at one moment they had a big shrine. Big temple. So big that at one go it could house the whole nation of Israel. The whole nation of Israel would enter that temple and it would be housed there. When we, cele- when we celebrate our national Holidays. Mainly we go to uh, Kololo. But that Kololo cannot even house one sub-count of Kampala. Leave alone the whole of Kampala. But it cannot house even one sub-county. If they all went there. But now live alone Kampala or live alone the whole of Uganda. But now having a building where the whole nation can enter and fit. That was a gigantic superstructure. So if you wanted to be famous, you belonged and you served Baal. To serve the God of Elijah, you were persecuted and killed, looked down and despised. So it is today. Praise God. Until one time Elijah was lamenting and complaining told Jehovah they have killed all your prophets and I alone remain and they seek to kill me also. God told him, no. I have some 7,000 who have not bowed their knee to bow. But in a whole nation, there is only 7,000. But still they were hiding. He could not see them. Where are they? Where are they? Come alone. Where are they? Where are they? They were quiet. They were hiding. And many of the true prophets had been killed. And him was being hunted to be killed. Praise God. Until you remember that 
great showdown that took place. God likes to work in persecution. He never lives alone when we are persecuted. That's why Paul said we are persecuted but not forsaken. Though cast down but we are not destroyed. So that's when the spirit of God came upon Elijah. And said go and declare. No, do no rain. Until I call it. He went and declared. And so it was. One year, no, do no rain. Two years, no, do no rain. Three years. Three and a half years. No dew, no rain. And people were dying. People were eating their children. It was disaster in Israel. Where was Baal? To change the situation. Baal cannot heal. Baal cannot deliver. But God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Abraham, the creator of the heavens and the earth, he is omnipotent. And he never failed. So it pays to serve him. It pays to serve him. Whether you are alone, whether you are minority, it's important to stand with God. With God, we are more than majority. Praise God. So until Elijah showed up. Oh, I enjoyed that story. He came close to the palace. And Ahab goes outside maybe to in his farm. I don't know where. And then there was Elijah. Say, isn't this the man? As he came closer. And then Elijah, I mean Ahab, asked, aren't you the man that is troubling Israel? He said, it's not, I'm not troubling Israel. How am I troubling Israel? It is you. And your people. Because you have forsaken the God of our fathers. Amen. Amen. But now. I have come with an order from heaven. Amen. Amen. I have come with a program. Let us go to Camel. To Camel. And let this dispute be settled. Let this debate be concluded. We want to see who is God. To be worshipped. The God will answer with fire there. You make invitations. Call all 
you are the priest of the God of your wife. Call them. Call all the prophets. We got man come The God will answer with fire. Let him be God. Once again, one man against a, a, a nation. Like Moses encountered. Braved the whole Egypt. Because this was the one Elijah. And a nation full of priests and prophets. Then I have said yes that is fine. I think that makes sense. So he was humbled now. The drought of three and a half years. Had humbled him. When he agreed. Then Elijah told him, lift your eyes. Look over the horizon. What seest thou? Said, I see a cloud. It's like a man's hand. Then Elijah told him, run very fast. Because it's going to rain. If you don't run fast, it will find you. Praise God. Oh, that was a prophet. That was a mighty prophet. Remember he declared, Lord, you know rain. Till I come. Now is the one declaring it's going to rain. And there it rained. As they waited for that Mount Kamo showdown day. And there they went. Must have been amazing there. I can see big dignified men with so many degrees. PhD, LLOD, PhD, LLOD, Dr. Swanso, Professor Swanso, Professor big bearded and big balded. Big stomachs, big gowns, and now the challenge was call on your God. If your God answers with fire, I will worship him. And we shall all worship him. But if he fails to answer with fire, and my God answers with fire, let it be declared that is the true God who created the heavens and the earth. What a showdown. That was a victory day. <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen. And then he offered them the first chance. And they call upon Baal. 
from morning to evening. The Bible says until their voices. We are so hoarse that they could not speak anymore. They cut themselves. Go to have mercy. Go to be about to be considerate. Let him not ashamed them. But God Baal could not answer. Finally, they were defeated. And after all that, Amen. Elijah did get off. Get off the platform. They left very shrunk and gone. He repaired the altar. He repaired the platform. And then he set the altar. You see, he repaired. Elijah the prophet comes to turn the heart of the children. He is a repairer. He is a restorer of the faith. And after all that, set the altar there, put the sacrifice, and then he asked, let it be, let the altar be poured with water. Lest you say, lest history will ever say that Elijah had some gimmick and he hid some fire under there. Flood it! They poured and poured and poured. poured. Flooded it! You know it had rained. So they had water. They flooded it. After all that, can you imagine you're looking for fire? But you're waiting the place. And you know water quenches fire. After all that, he lifted his arms. Said God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Israel. There shall be known this day that are the true living God and that I am your prophet. Do you know we are living in a time where it shall be known amidst all these false prophets that flooded the land it shall be known that there is one God and he has a prophet in the end. Praise God. Amen. Before he finished praying, fire came down, consumed the sacrifice, consumed the altar, consumed even the stones. God proved who he was. Oh, what a fire. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. God, our God is a consuming fire. Consuming even the stones. And after all that, 
He told his little deacons that we are around surround these men. They have deceived us long enough. They have deceived Israel long enough. Nine of them escaped. Because Moses said, You shall not allow a sorcerer to live. They gathered them and they beheaded them. What happened next? Persecution. Don't you see all that in this end time? The old dramas you see it there. That's how it will be in the end time. In the end time there is Jezebel. There is Baal worship. I believe one of the things that God had ever revealed to me in the message great things it is hidden deep in the message is to know that the ball of those days is still being worshipped even today I took long to know it. The ball of those days is still around. And the majority of the people on the earth worship the sun god. Is the one that they worship. They cannot be Babylon and then the Baal worship is not there. Meaning amidst all that there will be a great showdown and after that there will be a persecution. Now from that there will come the rapture. When Elijah ran away from Jezebel, he ran. They were seeking to kill him. Up to where his strength took him. The Bible says he fell. And he told the Lord, let me die from here. I'm not greater than my forefathers who died. Then he sat under the juniper tree, puzzled. He didn't know what he was going to do next. Now, after that, after that, the Lord led him and took him to a cave. When he went inside the cave, waiting upon the Lord in that cave. The Bible says there came a mighty rushing wind and he observed and God was not in the wind. It was only a whirlwind. And there followed a fire that passed by and he observed and God was not in the fire. After that, there came a still small voice. And it spoke to him. And he told him, go and anoint Jehu. And anoint Elisha. 
of Kamafuta is it Eliezer Walwomulala? An anoint uh, there is another person that he anointed. This one is going to be king. This one is going to be a prophet. This one is going to be a prophet in your state. One who will escape the sword of this one will be killed by the other one's sword. Now after that, what happened? He walked with Elisha, preparing him to take over to be in his state as he was preparing to go to the rapture. Do you see how the ministry of Elijah looks like? Now when God promises in Malachi 4, 5, that I will send you Elijah the prophet. Look at what has to happen at the time when Elijah is here. Elijah cannot exist when there is no bar worship. Elijah cannot exist when there is no Jezebel. Elijah can't exist when there is no Elisha. Elijah cannot exist when there is no showdown. Elijah can't exist and the rapture is very far. Hallelujah! Amen. Because Elijah's going it is a shadow of a rapture. Now, let's go back and start from where we stopped the other because time. Because we are, we are preaching a message that Wanga. was preached by Brother Branham. So we are only amplifying what he said in this message. God is about to transform. Amen. We are going to study here. Where he talks about the poison. The devil sent a poison. To, to destroy. What God had made in Eden. Amen. That is the deforming power of Satan. Mm. Now. How. The poison has struck the church. Struck the earth. Satan is poison upon the seeds. Has put cavities in it and caused it to be deformed. More and more he sinks deeper into the hearts of the churches. Now, the devil is a deformer, right? And this poison he's talking about is the deforming element. And then through that, because Satan is not a creator, he's a perverter. Then he makes his own Eden. By deforming what God made. He deforms the, the nature, the seeds, instead of the original Food. We have hybrid food. Producing super crop. But a crop of falsehood. 
It has no life. Last Sunday we gave you an example of these hybrid seeds. You go in the shop and buy them. Container village. Container village. They tell you one seed of this will produce three cobs. And each cob will have so many seeds on them. So one seed is able to produce so many kilograms of of maize. And it's still truly it has that potential. But it is a mixed seed in the laboratory. It is not the original maize that God created. They get the original maize. They mix it with another kind of a seed. Produce something. Super. You should look at a seed, but it has no life. You go plant it. It gives you that maize, yes. But if you put those maize seeds that it has yielded back into the ground, they will just rot. They cannot germinate to produce another maize. That discontinues the word of God when he said let every seed reproduce itself after its kind. Science destroys it. So Satan is a deformer. He's a destroyer. Then we said something that has been that much destroyed. When you eat it, how can it give you life? It cannot. You cannot give what you don't have. The nutrients that are in the food when you eat that food, they are the nutrients that give you strength in your body. But if the nutrients are not in that food, you cannot benefit from that food. So, now, if that seed doesn't have power to reproduce itself, it means it won't give you life also. Now that mixed up food it is a problem to our lives. It's a problem. And in this generation if we have ever prayed for food with anointing let's pray for the food these days. Not just praying to fulfill a ritual. Pray from the bottom of your heart for God to cleanse the food that you're going to eat. There are sicknesses. 
Juzi recently a doctor came to my farm and he did general treatment on all my cows. And he told them three days three days you should be pouring the milk that comes from these cows. Don't drink this milk. Don't take it to any diary. Now, as workers, they have their own way of thinking also. They refused to do what they were told. They milked the, uh, the, the cows and they took the milk to the diary. When the milk reached the diary, it even spoiled the milk, the, all the milk that it found there. That was at the diary. Why? They were filled of drugs, poison. After injecting the cow with that drug, some drugs, they even give you days that you have to take without eating the meat of the cow. Even its milk is not supposed to be taken. It is poison. But do you think they are farmers who follow that? And they treat that cow and the doctor tells him that cow is not going to be healed. This cow is not going to be healed. He looks for a buyer. So that he doesn't make a total loss. But he goes to look for a buyer when the cow has been treated and it's full of drugs in its body they take the cow they bring it to the abattoir and that drug ends up in your body and the other milk the cow is being treated but this side they are milking it. Healthy danger. Now, when you look at the health dangers that we have, you'll find out that you'll be you even fear to eat everything. Even the tomatoes that they are going to harvest and take to the markets. They are days that they are supposed to spend without being sprayed. But that is not followed. They harvest those tomatoes when they are all full of drugs. And they take them to the markets. Even the greens. That's how it is. Now when you look at what is going on in the world, you will fear to eat anything. The milk is bad. The meat is bad. Everything is bad. Greens. Greens. So, you have to pray for those things. That's why you see cancer is on a rampage. Diabetes. Diabetes is on a rampage. Amen. Amen. 
Olumu. Sometimes. Nalinyumyede. Dr. Kihua. One day I was uh, conversing with Dr. Kihua. His brother Kihua. Neolokuwa Dr. Kihua. Kihua. Neolokuwa Musao. Wentewe Muise. Nemugamba. And I told him. Bana Kenya balwade nyo. Okusinga bana Uganda. Kenyans are more sick than Ugandans. Nemugamba luachi. And I told him why. Nemugamba Kenya. I told him Kenya. Kenya is more advanced in science than oh, Uganda. It lives more by science than Uganda. Kenya science Uganda. In Uganda, there is a, a high degree of natural natural life. Traditional life, traditional, you know, way of you know. Like, uh, farming and things. Kenya technology industry technology industry is higher. It's more advanced. Technology ya ariwa gurunyo oksinga kwa nini? Then he asked me, "Nambuza, how do you know that? How uh, have you made a research on that?" But the way he was talking, like he was. Uh, he was not, you know, he was like not agreeing with what I was saying. He said, anyway, let me check. He went on the internet and checked on my query. He found out that Uganda population is, uh, is uh, better than Kenya healthy I mean, uh, population in health, it is better than Kenya population. One by three. I'm not a medical expert. How did I know? I could tell. By science. By what I'm seeing, how much science is being applied in Kenya. And also, I could tell by how many people I know I'm related with Kenya who have He, those heavy, heavy conditions. And the ones I know in Uganda. How many believers do I know that have diabetes in Uganda? How many believers do I know in Kenya have diabetes? No, I'm bringing that just as an example to show you how dangerous science is. And now that does not mean that Uganda is safe. No, it is also on rampage. Because uh, that kind of, uh, you know, uh, farming by technology. High technology. Technology is so much open for in Uganda. Uganda. Soon, soon will be there. Amangu dalatu jaku tu kaiyo. 
You remember here when there was a debate in uh, Uganda parliament about uh, allowing genetically modified seeds? Mujukira wali okubaganya ebiroze nnyo anu parliament ya Uganda obaba kirize ensigo zinezitabudwa mulabo kujana Uganda. And there was a lot of debate. Wali okubaganya ebiroze ne mpaka nyinyi. Somewhere resisting it and saying. Abamunga baziziza ngabagamba. We can live by natural means let us not go into that it is hazardous okay, I don't know actually how it ended I don't know what was passed but this is a wave of corruption that no country can resist because they were saying that they are people international communities that are interested and that are corrupting even our members of parliament to advocate for that that it goes through when any leader resists them they which hunt him they sell their corrupt, scientific, satanic, edenic things as if, as if it's the best for the world. But Uganda is still big and it's still natural. We can live very much by natural seeds. I met one brother one time in Kenya. We were discussing. He was a great man in the ministry of agriculture. Like the top. Like, like uh, among the Topmost. He told me that one time they were in an African meeting of, of, of leaders of leader, top leaders of different countries in agriculture. They assessed Uganda as a country that has food potentials if all exploited properly it can feed the whole of Africa imagine feed the whole of Africa do you know there are countries here in Africa where they get rain only once in a year. And most of their areas are desert areas. But in a country like this one, still why should they even try to, to force such kind of uh, genetically modified seeds here. So, this is Satan's Eden. It is wrong that is being supported. And it is being 
pushed to, to destroy, to reach everywhere. Do you know your health does not depend on treatment? God never made you to depend on drugs. He put treatment in the food you eat. And your body can be better treated by eating well. Amen. Amen. But you know they cannot, they, they, you know, they, they cannot because they they, are, they benefit from those uh, drug industries. So the more people the more people sick. The more they make money. Yes. And the more people depend on treatments in hospitals by by taking drugs in their bodies, the more they are making money. If you start a, a medical a treatment of, uh, in such a method of uh, guiding people to eat properly, properly, and teaching them what to eat to overcome healthy problems. They will persecute you. Yeah. But now we have to speak these things. To the believers. You learn to eat well. Protect your body. That it is, it has high immunity, good immunity. Against diseases. Amen. If you can have natural food. Why? You produce as much as you can for your family. If you can have a garden of maize, natural maize, do it. Natural orange. Not these big oranges. Something that you eat and it's like you're eating wool. They are natural oranges. They are natural chickens. That they call road runners. I heard from one white man who came who visited here. He was like despising our chicken. He said, Do you want to go to Africa? Can you eat the chicken that live in Africa? The road runners. Those road runners. And he said, instead of building bodies, they are ever running, dodging cars. Instead of making bodies, they make muscles. If you bite it and you're not careful, your teeth might stick in there. That is the real chicken. 
Even if you go to a hotel, that is the real true chicken. Even each soup, you feel that it's real soup. Even its meat, yeah, it feels like you're eating something real. You try to avoid science. Here we had a leader called Dr. Samson Chiseka. He used to make programs that teach people on the radio. He was the vice president. He used to brag so much. He would say, I'm a trained doctor. And that's true. He had worked in many countries, Kenya where. He was an expert. But I used to love his programs. He would teach people. And he would, he would, uh, and he would say, you find someone saying, I've eaten something exotic. Because he has used a fork to eat. Now people think it's a white way, white man's way of doing things. I've done a white man's way. They think when you do things the white man's way, you've done something so great. The white man's way of doing things are bad. The more you do things the white man's way, uh, you ought to look at you with the things that you've done to be so low. But this is not racism. I'm speaking the truth. Now today science is saying eating with bare hands is very healthy. Are there doctors here to stand with me? You may not stand with me. Perhaps you don't even know these things. Or you are also deceived. Because we also pity you. What you know. What you know was trained. You were trained by those men who destroy this earth. They say when you handle food with your bare hands, your whole body will be waiting for that food. The mouth will release enzymes. Because the mouth has known that the food is coming, the stomach will prepare itself. Because you've handled the food with the real fingers. You know, living cells. God created these fingers with some nerves. Everything to that the everywhere. with the stomach. But when you use a fork to handle food, the fork doesn't have any connection with your body. Now they say if you use your fingers to eat food, it's so healthy. Wash your hands very well and use them for eating food. Eat food in a black man's way of doing it. That's the modern thing that I've eaten in the white man's way. Now they say walking by food it is so important. Leave alone walking when you're putting on shoes. 
That one is better than using a car for moving. But walking when you're barefooted and you walk around your compound when you're barefooted they say it's so healthy they say when you're doing exercises running, running on a tarmac uh, it's very healthy than running on a tarmac road now how useful is a white man's way of doing things white man's way now they are coming back showing us that our things the things that they destroy that are the right things to do. Do you understand me? Our things that they destroyed and they call them everything of a black man is satanic now here they are turning around telling us they are the right things to do. They are the things that help our lives. Wisdom, knowledge. It shows you that wisdom and knowledge is of the devil. Hey, Brother Branham was inspired. Brother Branham was so inspired. Have you ever heard that from any preacher? Telling you I've never heard any preacher saying that. Everyone praises civilization that he will go to America. If I'm to pray blessings over you, and I pray blessings over you. For you to go here in Uganda and get a very good place. And you buy land. And you put in a farm there. And you rear goats. And you rear cows. And you farm nakati. You plant sukumawi cabbages. That is a very great blessing. Uganda is so big. Another time I called a pastor in Lira. I told him to get me land in northern Uganda. But I don't have money. I hear land is so cheap the other ends. Hey, I believe that God will provide for me. And I, and I buy land in such places where it's still cheap. They have grass. They have grass that is like a forest. You can enter in there and get. Hey, the banyankole are going to those places. They are buying miles Uganda and miles of land. They're all Ugandans, yours. You go to any place where you see opportunity. Buy land. If you're praying to God to bless you, that is the blessing. Not going to America. That's my way of thinking. I believe when God gave me the message He put my thinking right So now The poison has struck the church Struck the earth 
Satan's poison upon the seeds has put cavities in it and caused it to be deformed. More and more, he sinks deeper into the hearts of the churches and in the hearts of the people and everything. Science! Science. I told you there is, I have about three Forums of Pentecostal pastors where I'm a member. Never gamba until in a forum over me kutungen and a new member. Wamunava Sumba Pentecoti. They were all formed in the time of Locodo Bill when Locodo was bringing a bill that was going to to cause persecution. Forum is another take about which is said a chebago area Locodo where you again look later. So somehow, somehow. I was part of that, those forums. So there is what is called Western Uganda Pastors Forum. So I'm part of it. So the other day someone posts a church choir band singing and there were some girls and some boys. Okay, men men and women. And the women were putting on tighty pants. And they were dancing these Congolese dancers. The Andombolos. And to me it was such a disgraceful thing. Horrible. And dirty the way they were dancing. I cannot even demonstrate how they were dancing. And the way that women were dancing, putting on trousers. And the way they were twisting and I felt it horrible. So I rebuked it on the forum. But I have fasted with those pastors for two and a half days. A few agreed with me that I was right. Majority of them, they were defending that thing. And fighting me, you know. And I was wondering, what's wrong with the minds of the society today? The, the homes we grew in, there was a a girl, a girl at home sitting in a certain way. She used to be beaten. A girl doesn't sit like that. That's the way we brought up our families here. And that's the godly way. A girl is someone, yes, who has shame on her. But a girl who gets in front of a congregation like here and she dance throwing her legs. And she throws the legs this side and this side. Terrible! 
And a pastor defends that. That there is nothing wrong with that. Something wrong with the mind. Yes. The, the society is sick in the head. I told them. Here you don't have to be even a Christian. You just need to be a good Muganda or a good Munyankore. It's enough. Raised in a good family. I told them a girl that was raised in a good African family where she is taught. She's raised well. She cannot dance like that before people. You cannot hire her to dance like that. It's a shame. She was corrected, guided. How to treat her body. But now it is a church. It is a church now encouraging and training them. Reversing the good training, that good traditional training. Poison. That's where we are. Now, if pastors are supporting such things, where is the world going? That's why Jesus looked at them and said, if what you call light is darkness, what about what you call darkness? How dark is it? That the white man's way of doing things. White man's way. That's why some of you are here dreaming America hard. The day that I'll go to America, I will not come back. <laughs> you are sick. Those who think like that, you are sick. Because even those who went thinking like that, they are seeking to come back, but they failed. They are seeking to come back that they don't even have a starting anything to start with. They live in apartments. Apartments. They live in apartments. No grass for the kids to play on. You think it is something great to live in an apartment. It is the poor people who live in apartments. A rich person will always have a compound. compound. They will have a compound. And his children pray around. The compound. The compound. They go this side. They go this side. Up they to that side. And they climb uh, mango trees. Climb guava. And they eat from guava. And they run around and pray in the grass. For you live in the apartment. You're like an animal that has been caged and put up there. 
They desire to come back. One sister told me. She desires so much to farm. But she has no place to farm. What she can do is to get tins. And she putting some greens there. And put them at her veranda where they can receive some light. They'll spend there like 30 years. They desire to come back, but their problem is where will we start from? All of a sudden, they notice that we are so advanced than they are. With the people that they left beside, they notice that we are so far from them. That is me to go back to Africa. Where will I start from? What work will I do? I don't have land. I don't have anything to start with. Hey, she notices all that she has a lot of debts. There they live by debts. When you want any debt, in just a minute they give you a debt. You'll be here so young, but it will be your grandchildren who will pay the debts that you have. You have nothing. To produce, to give birth dead, to anything dead. There is a brother here who had his children here. There they are called Canadians. When did you become a Canadian? Why do you deceive yourself? But he said, if this child made a phone call, Canadian embassy and he calls the Canadian embassy that he feels is so yeah. he's so scared here he's peaceless they come for him very fast because he's their child they prepare for him and they take him and he said, but him as a child, he thinks that they've helped him. The money that they've used to rescue him from the naughtiness that he has manufactured, he will pay for that money. He will pay for that money. Until he studies and he gets a job. Then they remind him of the money that they used to get him from Semuto. When he made a phone call that is in danger. And everything that they did. He will pay that money. And you find someone is living there. He's a slave of debts. Even if he will die, those debts will still be there and his children will pay that debt. I'm born free. I must remain free. I'm born free. Those are not the things that I'd plan to speak about. But sometimes I want to really correct the African mentality of feeling that where you are, you are in a bad place. 
that you need to go somewhere else. And you leave your, your native place. There is a problem. I want to tell you people leave those countries after they spent like five, six, seven years there and they reach at Entebbe and they cry others kneel down and kiss the ground do you know a child who has been mistreated by a step parent and then that child sees his or her mother what happens that child cries that feeling makes them to cry when they've come back to their native grounds and for you are here. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Want to go for sit down. Sit down. I will not come back. Sit down. I will not come back. You are cast. God said in the Bible, I will bless you in the country and in the cities. The country that you are living in is not a problem. The problem is the blessing. Let me repeat it. The country that you're living in is not the problem. The problem, you lack the blessing. You need the blessing. Thanks be to the Lord. It's what you need. When we talk about people who die so much about diseases, heart problems, diabetes, cancer, where are they found? Where are most of them found? They are found in those countries. Most of them are so sick there is a white man who told me at our place there I told him some time back here in Uganda when they see you so fat it's a sign of being rich you command respect and he said at our place there it is a sign of death it shows how much you are close to the grave. And it is true. But here you can become fat and you are healthy. I'm not advocating for that. Because here, even here science has destroyed us. But there... It means you are reckless, you are careless. That's, That's why you are becoming fat. Even if you stand for presidency when you are fat, you cannot be voted. It means you are a reckless person. If you are not careful about your health, how shall you protect others? For not to Why? 
Those big, big sicknesses that you heart problems, kidney problems. There are so many and they're on rampage there. But do you know why? It's because of food that has come from science. They were also created strong like we are, like we are here. And at first it was not it wasn't like that with them also. But science brought that. It was, it's what has taken them there. Satan is a day. You might ask me, why do they live long? Because of treatment. They are always on treatment and drugs are being pumped in their bodies. Truly we are more healthier in our bodies than them. But for them they live long when they are sick, only on treatment, treatment all the time. But because the treatment here is weak, our governments have not done what they ought to do. Our people die so easily when they fall sick. That's the reason. But the life of an African here is so strong. But still, just as I've shown you, that science, science has infiltrated us here. Brother Branham Wagambe, more and more, he sinks deeper into the hearts of the churches. The devil has infiltrated the crops. He has infiltrated the churches. You cannot bring back these people who are born around the 50s. And such a person advocates for a girl to stand here before the audience on a pulpit and dances in such a way. There is no one who can advocate for that, even if he's not saying. He just looks at it and says, No. I don't know. They, they, they give them certain names. That's a monster girl. She's mannerless. She's a peasant. There is no word for it. There is no proper word that can bring Omuganda She's mannerless. Yeah, but why now that we have pastors who advocate for that and they train choirs to do such things the devil poisoning has poisoned the human race and you eat spoiled food and you come to church and you find spoiled manners. The devil has attacked you from every side. 
Because in that food that you eat that is high bread spoils your way of thinking. And then you find such things even in schools. And you find such things on the pulpit. You are all surrounded. More and more, he sinks deeper into the hearts of the churches. The, the hearts of the people. And everything. Science. 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 Until it has become a place where the human race, by being interbred, I believe every seed should bring forth of its kind. And the human race and the plant and all being interbred has brought us to a place in eating our food from the earth which our bodies has made hybrid. Is put our whole minds. Now, if our bodies are falling from 20 to 25 years old because of degenerated cells by hybrid foods. Don't our brain cells degenerate? Isn't that cells also? Isn't that cells also? That's why Ricky runs through the street here. Ricky. With his hot rod, while Ricketa elevators and many of them, as we would call them, out here, half naked before the people. Mentally gone. No more conceptions of decency, of morals. This is the prophet saying. If I bring food, Degenerates the, the body cells. And your body becomes weak. Isn't your brain also made of cells? So that means even the thinking quality is degenerated because your brain is weak. That's what makes a woman be naked before people. And she said it's her right. She feels okay. She feels it's fashion. She feels great. She's to be naked. They fight for it. They struggle for it. Do you know there could be here some girls? Yes, you're dressed because you are living in a church where where they believe in decency. Or you are living in a family where they believe in decency. But the seed in your brain is decency. 
If you got a chance, you would be naked like the rest of the world. So, this is a very important subject for you to tell you that it is a problem. It's, a, it's an abnormality. It's a deficiency in the brain. It's a mental deficiency. Someone to, to promote and to feel, to have a thirst for Showing your body naked. It's a mental sickness deficiency. Like someone who can lack proteins. And he suffers kwashako. And the cheeks swell. And the eyes look yellow. And the tummy protrudes. Is that a lack of uh, vitamins? Or? I mean proteins? Yes, proteins. So, now when that deficiency is, is in the brain, it means now the reactions, the symptoms will be seen in the thinking. Your thinking quality is low. What is abnormal you think is normal. What is strange and Dirty and wicked and indecent. You think it is fashion. Because your mind can't think, think properly. Brother Bram said in, the, in this very message, the quotes we read last Sunday. Brother Bram Agamba, Adam and Eve were naked and they didn't know. Because they were covered by the glory of God. Now Satan wants to impersonate God. But the way he does it is by perverting what God has made. Now he perverts the mind of the thinking of man. The brain of man. And he, Brother Brown says he has veiled him with a veil of lust. Until now, he can be naked and he doesn't know. And he's okay with it. That's where we are. It's a problem. The human race is been invaded. You read the message by Brother Branham, the invasion of United States. Go home and read it. That is how 
United States was invaded by the corruption of morality. United States bwetu we yalumbibwa ngerumbibwa obwononefu obwempisa. And now the, the devil promotes it so the super nation of the world karisitani nachitutumla nabakuzanti lyegwanga eliamanye sukulumu linagwano. And then she becomes like the model Kakati, United the role model of the world. If the corrupt thing is the model, then where are we? Trouble. That's why I'm proud to be what I am. And I'm proud of the place where God made me to live. Why do you have to eat the white man's way? Let me eat the black man's way because I'm a black man. Isn't this amazing? Isn't it amazing to you that these that science has produced people as made people to be produced on earth with degenerated brain cells which makes them to think which makes their thinking quality to be low. So when you are debating, when you are arguing with them, you know what you are arguing with. You know what? You are showing them something that is clear. That should be clearly seen. And they look at you to be abnormal. The Bible says, Woe unto those who call the truth wrong and the wrong thing the truth. Now there are the people who the right things. They look at them as, eh. Which forest do you come from? Chichi? What? Women don't put on trousers. What kind of a villager? Where did you study from? They look at you as a monster. But sometimes back when we grew up, for a woman to put on a trouser, the whole village will call him a, call her a whore. Malaya. A whore. That's what everybody called her. That's a whore. How do you put on a trouser? Oh, Whose child is this? Chitalo. Oh. That's a monster. But now it's fashion. Now we compare the brains of those days and the brains of today. When they started, they started putting on these skin tights. 
People who do mob justice. Here the tax Kampala. Kampala here. They would say, since you wanted to put on naked, yeah, put on real naked. They would take those tight skirts and tear them. Because you wanted to. You were spoiled. Yes, you wanted to be naked, so you be real naked. But now, it's a normal thing. Now, you compare the brains of the people of those days. The learned and those who are not learned. That's how they used to think. And even the soul and it of those days. That's how they used to think that manner, human manners it is something so important and it's a key to life. And even that's how the schools used to teach it. The manners that we used to learn from home are the ones who find at school and even more that's how schools were and the discipline at school was so strong and the training they used to give us to, so that we can get the right manners good cultured people you would find it at school even more than at home. At school, they would teach us not to eat while walking. They would teach us to greet people. And the way you have to greet someone or an elder. But look at the generation we are in today. It's finished. Mufu. It's gone. Mufu. Gone. Finished. Mufu. Hmm? The generation of brain cells. That's why I have a lot of rickies and ricketers. Moving in the streets half naked. Before the people. Mentally gone. This is a white man speaking. An American. America. Hey, this, that is not how they used to be. No. No. Because that's not how God created the human beings. This is the generation of manners. Uh, I one time read a book and the book was saying it was giving history that in such and such a year American women started putting on trousers. In such and such a year, they started smoking cigarettes. In such, they will show you the year that everything started. So that's not their nature. That is not their culture. It came from hell. 
Nechivalumba. And it invaded them. Thanks be to the Lord. That's where the world is today. Let me continue. These are very good words to read. To my little story, the chaplain said he had been down in the hospital and said to said so many boys laying in the tent. He had just come from the outside. He said he went out there and some officer told him, said, Chaplain, we want to ride out. Take a look at the fields out there. They had sold this mustard seed and chlorine and chlorine gas as they did in them days. And, and said, I got out there, Brother Branham. There wasn't a back on a tree. There wasn't a spring, a, a, a sprig of grass. It was on an Easter morning, he said. There was some old wrecked tanks down there. The officer had to get record of them and see if there was anything could be done for them near the great Agon forest. When I was standing there by myself, said, I looked up, said, Oh God, this is the way it's all coming to. It's right. It's all coming. It was all burnt up. No life, no at all. Grass burnt off. The tree by the gases. Trees killed. Everything was killed. Twisted, hanging down. Where bullets and things riddled it. If that isn't a picture of the world today where Satan is spraying his unbelief, his hybriding, his science, his knowledge, until what it was at the beginning when God put Adam and Eve in the garden, that was beautiful paradise without death, sickness, without sorrow and everything perfect in order. Look what Satan's DDT was done. She is a chaos. There is nothing left in it. He said, I started crying. I walked back. I was, a, I was attracted to a rock, said. I just went over there. I looked at the rock, pushed it over. Down beneath the rock was a little white flower growing. The only living thing left because it had been sheltered by a rock. God, my rock shelter. As to God, my rock shelter. As to oh God, when these 
Poisons are flying everywhere. In the name of science and education. Shelter us. Keep me until that day, O God. Is my prayer. Someone on the platform says, Don't put any time limit, Brother Branham. <laughs> When Brother Branham was speaking these things, some person in, in the congregation shouted. It was on the pulpit. Don't put any time limit, Brother Branham. One brother told me the same, that last Sunday he didn't want the service to end. When these revelations of where the world is, where going on. Now I hope that we, each one, are under that rock, I just preached the other day, many of you heard it. I was going down through the woods hunting. And I was attracted to a turn around. And I looked and there laid an empty cigarette carton. All package. All what you call it. And it's the company. I don't feel I should call their name, but the tobacco company had, they had a slogan. It was written on the pack of cigarettes. A thinking man is filter. A smoking man is taste. A cigarette. I started walking on down a little further in the woods. And something attracted me. Go back to that cigarette pack. I thought, Heavenly Father, I'm going down here to that tree where those squirrels who spoke into existence by you one morning. Why would you call me back? And something said, you've got, you've got a salmon coming for Saturday. For Sunday. Your text is wrote on it. I thought, oh, on a cigarette pack, I went back and I begin to think a thinking man is filter. What a deception that is. If a man was a thinking man, he wouldn't smoke at all. But you see, people swallow that. I believe it was two years ago when I was in one of the conventions. I went up to the world's fair when it was on the west coast. And they had Yule Brianna's picture and many of them there. And 
And the scientists, many of them, was in the same hall. About the danger of smoking. How they pull that smoke across a marble and took a little chew-tip and took up the nicotine off there and put it on a rat's back. And put him in a cage. seven days he was so full of cancer, he couldn't even walk. Said filter. He said, pull, pull, pull it through water. Said filter. Said filter. There is no such a thing. Said, now this is science themselves. They said you cannot have smoke unless you got tar. Tar makes the smoke. Yeah, if you take a cigarette and you <laughs> blow it on a white paper, it blacks up with tar. So smoke comes from that tar. And the only thing it is, is a gimmick to sell more cigarettes. When that, when that, don't hope you think I'm a sacrilegious or a fanatic. That devil in a man that makes him smoke. To kill himself. When he wants the nicotine of one cigarette what? that will supply his desire. Now the company comes around with this deceiving gimmick and says a thinking man is filled. He will have to smoke four or five cigarettes to make as much tar in you to satisfy him all you did with the one as you did with the one Americans Americans selling death to their brethren and sisters I don't get it Death. Kufa. To buy a cigarette, Brother Bram said. Okugula cigara, Brother Bram boy. It will be like if you're told there in the shop there is a there is a cancer packed. Chiringo government kuduke yobatunda wo kokoro. And it costs five thousand. Iraka pakiti kankumitano. Would you go buy it? Wari genze no mugula. 
Yet Brother Bram said those who buy cigarettes, they are yeah, buying cancer. And the government takes taxes from the business of those who are selling cancer to their communities. And you think the government will protect you? Jesus alone is our protection. What kind of world are we living in? It's a wicked, corrupt, evil world. Now, if a man was smoking, remember it produces a smoking man's test. Then if you cannot have feel the desire of a smoke until you get the smoke there and get has to produce the taste. So you smoke four cigarettes or five and pay more for it than you wouldn't than you than you would if you just smoked one cigarette, one regular cigarette. It's a gimmick. A sales gimmick deceiving the people. Americans. When I think of Valley Fog, George Washington, with two-thirds of his soldiers are no shoes on their feet. On that cold day to make us the economy that we are. And then Americans sell American, his brother and sister, death and a false gimmick for filth lucre. The root of all evil. That is money, the love of money. When he talks about uh, Valley Fog, I think that's where they had the greatest battle that make, made the, the conquest. And Brother Branham said, Brother George Washington Gamba. that night, George Washington as the commander, as the leader of that army, he prayed the whole night until the following morning. He was all wet up to the waist of tears, crying to Jesus to give him victory. Those were godly men. Yesterday I was sharing that with a brethren I was traveling with. Started by Jojo by, 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 by talking about uh, um, Abraham Lincoln. 
I was telling them those who are not wicked politicians. When you say politics is a dirty game, it didn't pertain to them. They were born again Christians who ruled, who ruled with conscience and in the fear of God. Well, Brother Bram said that Abraham Lincoln never owned any book until I think eight years. Did he say Brother 18, Bram, 18 or 20? Abraham Lincoln, but, but only the Bible, the Bible and, and pilgrim progress of John Bunyan. He was such a godly man that when he saw the injustice that was being given to the black people. One time he saw it and he smote his hands. He said, this is wrong. I will strike it one day. Although it will take my life. They didn't look for to be popular. They wanted to do the will of God. Look at uh, this man here, George Washington. Washington. That war, that battle. Spending time in, the, in prayer the whole night. Not trusting in his own power. Not trusting in his own strength. But trusting in the power of Jesus Christ. His soldiers barefooted majority of them but he went and fought because the hand of God was upon him he won seeking a nation of Christian freedom where they can practice the Bible and worship God from the dictates of their hearts. And Brother Branham here, he was lamenting how they could allow this kind of wickedness where they can sell their fellow men cancer in the form of cigarettes. And the government takes taxes from selling death to the people. No wonder we have this unreasonable things going on in the name of vaccinations. And the, well, I'm not against that. I believe it's okay. But the other day I told you what is happening at the border. Where they charge you 100,000 to test you for COVID. And they let you enter the country and you go. So what is it, what is it for? How does it help? Kenya is sick of COVID, Uganda is sick Kenya of COVID. COVID. Uganda barwade COVID. It is everywhere. So why charge me money to test me for what? And you test me and you let me go. I'm coming from a place that is sick. I'm going to a place that is sick. So what is the problem? I hear even Rwanda, the other border was open, but they are waiting because 
they are waiting for to allow people cross because in the name of they need to place checking testing facilities their country is sick this country so and even now when it comes to Uganda Kenya border you give 100000 they test you and they let you go actually they Brother Kiwa told me he was also tough on them. Brother Kiwa yangama neya batabukira. They would take 100,000 from them for testing. Baba janke mitwalo 10 okubakebera. And they don't take samples from them. Nebata kujja kona samples. Until he faced one officer and said, "Please, I am a professional doctor." Ndimo sawo omukugu. What is going on here? Chichechigena maso wano. Is fraud. Buku Fraud by the government. The government defrauding its people. Government If you are going to test me COVID and you don't even take samples, you just want my 100,000 as if I'm the grandfather of Corona. That I'm being punished for what I produced. What kind of a leader are you? What kind of government? Government chikachi. That's the world we are living in. Faith looker. The root of all evil. Maybe even these first nations, there is a fifth looker behind it. The other day, I saw the vice president of USA lamenting. Say now, the people who are dying of COVID are vaccinated. All the death of the recent death. They all the sick of COVID, COVID of recent they are vaccinated. But if such a nation is showing you there is nothing to it, so why is even put roadblocks? You don't pass here until you are vaccinated. What kind of a world are we living in? Let me tell you. You have to know it. That your hope is just in one. In Christ Jesus. He's the rock that Brother Bram spoke about where this man went and saw the whole world spoiled. But under a rock, he saw a little flower growing. There was a little flower growing. Today they sell COVID cards. They sell them. Hospitals sell them. 
Even government hospitals sell them. They said, do you want the vaccine or you only want the card? You mean the government doesn't have enough intelligence to know that that is going on? And they, if they say the they are not vaccinated, they are a, a, a danger to those who are vaccinated. And then they allow someone to have a card without being vaccinated. Now, where is the intention? Which world are we living in? Eden, Satan's Eden. Your hope is in Jesus only. Hallelujah. That rock of ages that was cleft for us. It is the only true and right kingdom that will remain. Brother Branham the world falling apart. It's gone. Americans sell American his brother and sister death. America and a false gimmick. For filthy lucre, the root of all evil. The crave of money, love, the love of money. The whole thing has gone mad. Knowing not that this whole thing will perish. But if you don't get no smoke, you don't have the test. Then I saw, there is a thinking man's filter. thinking man's filter. And I took my text from a thinking man's filter produces a holy man's test. thinking man's filter it sieves out what he's going to enjoy for him. Yeah. A thinking man doesn't smoke cigarettes. A thinking man doesn't commit adultery. A thinking man doesn't put on naked a thinking man doesn't lie or deceive his brother. A thinking man doesn't drink alcohol. A thinking man doesn't give out his body to men who are not her husband. That are not her husband. A thinking man. And you find, you find a girl. You're just getting pregnancy. And you are born. You, you, you've become like men's garbage can. You're not a thinking woman. 
a thinking man filter akasengeja ko muntu alooza will determine what test you will have kamwa ulira bichi byanaomirwa a thinking man omuntu alooza thinking man filter akasengeja ko muntu alooza will have a test for holy things e omuntu yajja kuomirwa bintu bitukuvu for the word of god ajja kuomirwa kigambo kya katonda for decency ajja kunyumirwa bulongofu a thinking man is filter omuntu alooza will give you a holy test ye kijja kuletera okuomerwa ebintu ebitukuvu and if you have a <laughs> what is the opposite of thinking ech kontra no kulooza chechi ha butalooza muntu atalooza tie musiru is in that a foolish man kati a foolish man is filter kati omuntu obaka sengeja ko muntu omusiru will give him an evil test kamuretera okuwomirwa ebintu ebibi oh what a subject ngamutwe ogwokuyigirizako even that someone i read it i never understood it like this someone no kujisoma na jisoma ne sijitegera ngabwo njitegedde kati a person who does not think omuntu atalooza he has a filter obo musirwa ina kasengeja he has a filter aina kasengeja that allows akakiriza ha that allows wrong things akamuletero kukiriza ebintu ebichamba he has a test aina edekende lya omirwa for immorality aomirwe obukaba is has a test aomirwa for nudity obukaba obokwambala mungiri echikaba he has a test for alcohol aomirwa kunyomwenge he has a test aomirwa for smoking okufuwa sigala he has a test for homosexuality aomirwa obusiaga You have always wondered what's wrong with someone who can bulijobadenga we onyo muntu ababadechi What's wrong abako chichamu chi What's the problem of someone omuntu a man who can last for for a fellow man omusajja inzo kwakira ko musajja munne yababadechi What's wrong ababadechi Some people feel the people who are no more Eliabantu dalabategera they feel angry basunguwala just at the very thought nechirozo chokka chokka chibasunguwaza just to think that umusaja asolo kusembera just to think that this man can get so close to me and he starts natanzo kunywegera and he starts kissing me i feel like i can kick that man agendo kwejukiza the time if he finds out his heart is out Hubolu kokola oh to elbow him na yori na bakati yenga cha craving but yet someone is there craving for such a thing ngabalabo musajja and when he sees a man yenana magezika mugwamu na yikayika if you so taken up kataba kochi now what's wrong with such a person ana filter he has a filter ana filter he has a filter enchaf a dirty filter 
Now it gives him a dirty test. And his test is so spoiled. Now you ask yourself. The other time we were asking ourselves. What is wrong with people who eat fellow people? Say, ah, human beings meat is so delicious. Because he eats good things. <laughs> eats tomatoes, eats fried things. His meat is sweet and tasty. We are driving, going on speaking such a way. And others said, but no. And they even eat dead people that they've got from uh-huh. the grave. No. Babako, diamond. They, all, they, are, they are possessed. It's not enjoying the taste. Diamond. It is a demon. Chitambo. It is a demon. Kati demons. Now demons. Demons that can make a human being to go to the grave and dig up a dead person. That filter. That is in him and gives him such a test. Testing a perverted test. That's the, the filter that is in a person. And he admires a fellow man or a fellow woman. That's why Museveni said, he thought they ought to be checked in the hospitals to find out whether they are normal When you find out that someone is sick, you cannot blame a sick person. But why are you sick of TB? I'm going to imprison you because you have TB. Now there are sicknesses that attack the mind. And Museven was saying, when I will discover they are sick in their minds, I will sympathize with them. But when he asked experts in the medical field, uh, they told him it's just a habit. Choice. It's a choice. They are not sick. Now we are talking about a filter. Filter. A filter. Giving you a test. If you have a, a holy filter. A whole thinking filter. You'll have a test for holy things. I've always wondered what attracts men to a woman that is painted. Painted hair. Here looks like something he, that, so, that was soaked in Kwete. The lips painted with chemicals. Chemical, chemical. 
their skins are burnt with bleaching agent they look horrible and you mean men like that to me they are not beautiful they look horrible there is nothing that attracts me on such a woman to me they are not tempted there is no temptation there but women think that the, the other world they feel that is that's the woman now that's the woman. Hey, she's modern. She's expensive. So you thank him. For me, that but one can't even tempt me. I'm telling you the truth. And if the world would be filled with that, I wouldn't have temptations. Now, where's the problem? What about the people who love such? What's wrong with them? Filter. Kasengeja. Hey, to have gotten a revelation of a filter that I, like, like I've never had. Filter! Determines the test. Filter determines the test. A thinking man cannot smoke. He has no test for that. A thinking man will get a holy man's test. So I saw that our denominations has done a whole lot like that. Take people in and call themselves Christians. That's just anyway. Why? They get more in their denomination. All organizations. We get more in there because we let them come in under this, that, and the other. And anything. That don't make any difference. Just so they put their name on the book and say they are a Christian? That's all. Let me finish here and then we close. Oh, by faith you are saved. You have to believe. The devil does the same thing. You got to be born again. And that comes through God's filter. Now there is a thinking man's filter. I'm holding it in my hand. It won't produce a denominational test. But it will certainly satisfy a holy man's test. You know. How could a bobby-haired woman ever come through this filter? How could a woman with shorts on ever on own ever come through it. Or slacks. When the Bible says it's an abomination to God. For a woman to put on a garment that even pertains to a man. And how can a man that's still 
that thinks anything of himself get out here and dress like the woman the women let his hair grow out like a woman down in his eyes with bangs 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 and twirled up like that he is wearing his wife's underneath clothes she is wearing his outer clothes a thinking man is filter a thinking man won't do that all a thinking woman won't do that God's word won't let it Pass through. In the morning at home, there is one who put on a sister put on a belt. These belts that lock themselves like this. And the boy told me many boys at school, those are the belts that they put on. And when you put on a man's belt like this one, they look at you as old fashioned. You have to put on these belts that have flowers on them. Those ladies' belts. Uh, Then you are a modern boy there. Imagine. A real man doesn't want to look like a woman in his way of dressing. And those days when you put on a shirt and they tell you, put on a blouse. You feel like you're shrinking. If you would put on something that resembles a blouse. Oh, and they tell you what you're putting on is a lady's wear. You lose your peace. But now that it's fashion. It depends on the filter. There ain't one thing could pass through that word. That's the Holy Spirit and it brings the word and it brings the word into you and produces a holy man's chest. Look at today, Riketa on the street. Lovely, beautiful anatomy. God gave to her. And Satan using it. And she's dressed so immoral. Not knowing that a week from today she may be rotting in the grave. Coming through the street here not long ago. I was preaching at a conversion in and assemblies of God over at the West Coast. In a meeting out of the West Coast Bible School. And a a lady walking down the road. Them little clothes on, bikinis. Of Ava, what you call it. And, And fringe hanging out with a cowboy 
hat and boots. I was going up the road, I thought, poor little fellow. Some mother and daddy's child was put here to be a daughter of God and has become a bad trap of the devil. I thought, I believe I would just turn around and go back and tell her that kid. She looked to be about the age of my my Sarah there, 17 years, 16 years old. I thought, no, I better not. I'll just go up here on the road and pray for her. If somebody seen me stop and talk to her, I better not do it. Now, and listen, sons of God, you get in that same place these Jezebels of the day play up to you. But, but I think in will think fast. She may be so pretty. It may, maybe I could make a hit with her. But it will cost you your soul. Mm-hmm. The way you ought to think yeah, no. is this. You might say perhaps you could make a hit with her, but then today they say they crashed. But I, I crushed on that brother. Can you imagine? You also have, have had even sisters here. There is a brother I crushed on. Have had it. And you are also crushing. Now like an accident, like you become a wreck. When you crash, you become a wreck. No, Tomera, your brother, So you are a wreckage. Now we no Tomera ne braza. We inzovuta sigazani ndo bakuguru. But here, here, brother Bram say you, if you are thinking man, say, maybe I could make a hit with her, but. It will cost your soul. Amen. Amen. Some of you girls, to these rickies, thinking man sit to produce holy man instead. You married men. When you see them women on the street like that, you sons of God, don't you realize what taken place in the first beginning? When science had made women so pretty 
in the interdiluvian world until the sons of God took daughters of men not daughters of God and God never did forget it they destroy the whole thing science science prettier it used to be, you notice the beauty of women lifting in the last days is a sign of the end. God has proved it. So use a thinking man's filter. You'll have a holy man in chest. It will cost you a home. It will cost your position. Oh my. You know there are brothers living that kind of a life. And leaving their wives at home. And having those ricketers they run with. You wonder what filter. I want to tell them let them examine the filter they are having. It will cost you everything you got. Besides that your soul you lose your home. You lose your position. Because you can never be respected anymore. However much you want to be respected. You can never. Who can respect you? And you have a wife. And you have some caricature you are running with. You destroy your home. You destroy your position. You destroy your name. If you would be a servant of God, you destroy that. Even your children. Sometimes we look at such. Such wicked men having wicked men is test. Filter. And you think if this person, uh, if his children knew, how will they, what, what reaction? What respect will they ever give him? How will he teach his children the ways of the Lord? How will he, how will he train them? And sometimes we handle issues even considering if this fellow came before the pulpit to face the congregation, how many other lives 
he's going to destroy. Because he will never he will never be a daddy again. He will be a cheap. What's the problem? The test. The field. It will cost your position. It will cost you everything you got. Is that that? You are so. It will break up your home. It may have another man raise your children. Or another woman raise your children. Take a thinking man is filter. It will produce a holy man is test. When you start to the barber shop or something or another and they tell you you are going to have a headache, you know, that is not for women. Take a thinking woman is filter. What the Bible said. And then attack and then turn away from it. Don't you do it? I am your brother, and I love you. Nothing I have against you. God knows. And that's what makes me say things I do. It's because of love of God for you. If a man would go out there and they won't tell you, your pastor let you sit around and act like that. He don't love you. Mm-hmm. Amen. He can't love you. I wouldn't want that kind of love for the women. I want to have a holy test for my sister. I want her really be my sister. Not somebody can say, somebody talk about her being so pretty and how she is and those sexy queens she goes so simuntumulalakumuogedako Oh Lord, keep me under the rock. In Ephesians 5.26, the only way you can get through that rock that's washed by the waters of separation by the word. Now, don't let this 
devil spray you with his education. No, no. It will kill the influence of you. Don't let the devil take that. Well, I belong to the church that my mother belonged to, that my father, my grandmother. Don't let the devil spray you with that. The Bible has already said on the seven, on the seven church ages. And things there, it's all gone to seed, that's right. The whole thing is corrupt. The whole thing is putrefied so. Don't let him spray you. Say, well, it's higher ethics. We are more than... We are more educated than we used to be in the old days. Don't you let the devil put that over on you. I've sold you his whole program of civilization. Education and science. He's got it right into the church. And don't you listen to that. Keep your head out of them all the dirty television and things. And our text says, be not conformed, but be transformed. Not go in and say, I was confirmed. Sunday, no. Go in and be transformed, right? Transformed from what you were to what God wants you to be. Now it depends on what kind of a seed that is in you. If an intellectual educational seed has been placed in you, there is only one thing it can do. Deform you. That's all. To a son or daughter of God. It's the only thing it can do. People today as... I look out, they act like they don't even believe there is a God. Pardon this expression. If anybody is feeling his heart by this, I don't mean it. A couple of Sundays ago, I was invited by my own daughter to come in a television Said to watch a religious singing. It's a Sunday morning. I wanted to hear all Roberts on his program. I told them to let me know. Said, hear this? This is a great hymn sing. My son standing there told me about it too. We rent from a woman that has uh, the television in her house. I never intended to have one in my house. No, sir. I don't want that thing in my house. I would blow it out with my shotgun. I don't want nothing to do with that evil thing. Now, 
Now, but I don't know whether he finishes it down here. Because I'm trying to find where to finish. From. But he said when he saw that program. program on TV. And those people singing. And the way they were singing. He felt disturbed. He felt if he had come there with his gun, he But remember, it was a program, it was Christian, so-called Christian music. What about these vulgar singings and dances that uh, happen on the TV Kakata, and you are a believer, you have such a thing in your house. Let me tell you about you Arizonians here. You seen that analysis the other day of schools. Didn't you? 80% of the children in Arizona schools are suffering from mental deficiency. 16% of them was by looking at television. How about that? Now we have talked about brain deficiency. By foods. Do you know watching television causes mental deficiency? I recently I had a scientific finding research that uh, Staying on the phone causes a, a mental deficiency. And you boys and girls stay wash the phone. You sleep very late. Very late. You are on the phone. No wonder you don't reason right. It affects the brain. Then we are in danger. If TV causes that, TV now the phone screen, cut screen is It is much dangerous. to the brain. This was discovered that it was in the papers in America, in Arizona. That 80% of the children were suffering from mental deficiency because of watching television. It, is, it destroys the eyes, it destroys the, the mind. Television. What about the phones? And you poor parents giving your children in school smartphones. You think that's the best gift you can give them. For her to fit in the modern modern trends. It's terrible. 
We are surrounded by problems. Dangers everywhere. That's where we are. Sleeping very late. Glued to the screen. Of the Do you know the hours you rest matters a lot. It cleanses your brain. You see when they are opening, when they are servicing a car, removing the, the old uh, oil, there is where they open and then that oil pours out. One doctor told me, good sleep it is like your brain as you walk through the day whatever. as you see how these uh, the, the metals in the engine how they brush against each other and that oil that was clean gets dirty because of the metals in the engine brushing together. You also, as you're working, you're looking at this, you're staring at this, you're speaking this. Your brain is also filled with toxins. So when you get sound sleep, for enough hours, it's like it's like there is an open, there is like a, your brain gets opened. And that toxins, those toxins, they pour out. So you wake up with a fresh mind. But even your hours of sleep are not enough. Because you are watching. We're about to finish. Actually, I'm finishing now. Those boys and girls, they had some Indian family. And a whole lot of stuff. I think a few named Mr. Poole is the head of the head of it. And if I ever seen a modern mockery of hymns, it was the way they, hand, they handled it. A bunch of rickies standing there, shaking their hands up and down. I suddenly appreciated that young man here morning, here this morning, that, that that looked decent. Like a real man. Like that. When you businessmen sometime here. Get a bunch of these rickies that stand here. And pop and hold and carry on. And hold their breath like they are blue in the face. 
And that's not singing. It's just o, making a lot of scientific noise. Singing is melody from the head. I've told you about those Pentecostals who might debate with them. They were, they were, they were what kind of person are you? You don't believe in dancing? Then you don't believe in the Bible. David danced. David danced. Did David go and watch what they dance in nightclub? Those sexual styles that they are putting dances, vulgar, and then he came and danced. Mockery. And I thought, what a pity. What a shame it is. So how under the name of religion they act like that? Like there is no God. Someone said the other day to a boy that goes with my daughter. A Christian boy said, give it a smart remark about Adam. And Eve said, Eve going through the garden said, children, you see that tree there said, that's where your mother ate us out of the house of home. A house and home. Could you imagine supposed to be a staunch Christian that would take a promise and word of God and throw it off to a hog pen? They don't have to 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 come to judgment. But God will bring every secret into judgment. They act like there is no God. I don't want to call them a fool. Because the Bible says the the fool not right. Jesus said it isn't. Don't call no man a fool. But in Psalms 14, 1, says the fool said in his heart, there is no God. I don't want to call them fools. But they act like they are. They act like it. So you see where we are at today? Like there is no God. I belong to church and they all they say all. Well, let us turn on our feet. Rokovage for me. I think that is it. Rook, rook, that is high. Rook of ages, clear for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wound. Double true, save from red and make me pure. Could my tears forever flow? 
Think about that flower. That a man saw growing from under the rock. The fire burned all the forest, but it didn't burn the flower. The bullets that crushed the other trees didn't touch that flower. Its seed was under the rock. And it started springing out. Oh, yes, red was Jesus is that rock. He will help me. He will help. Where no tempest can ever be tied. That's the only hiding place. That is the only far place. Seek the Lord while he still can be found. Cry unto him as he's still near. Let him be your friend. You place your hands in his hands. In his hands that have the scars that he got from the nails. That's why your hand be protected. That's why you have the protection. In this world that is falling apart. 